0: A lot of you have been asking me for insomnia treatment options, so I want to let you know I have launched an insomnia treatment course. It's a very structured and effective treatment program with a lot of clinical evidence support. So one course is in Chinese and one is in English. You can find it at deepintosleep.co forward slash insomnia. If you have sleep problems, you possibly have Googled for some solutions already you may actually find a lot of articles talking about don't use your phone before bedtime, shut down your computer early on, right? So my patients often ask me, why? Why have to turn off my phone before bedtime? I don't want to put down my phone. Well, blue light could suppress the release of melatonin at night and actually hurt our sleep. And you do get a lot of blue light from your phone or computer. So, what is blue light exactly? Why is it bad for our sleep? And what we can do to block the blue light? Let's ask Doctor Patel, an, optom- uh, an optometrist. Also, he's the founder of OQ Shield, the world's only medically rated blue light filtering product. As a clinician and entrepreneur himself, he has a great knowledge and insight to share with us today. Let's welcome Dr. Patel. Hi, Zhu Welcome to Deep Into Sleep podcast.
1: Hi, Shan. I'm very happy to be here.
0: I'm excited because we've been talking about sleep for years on this podcast. And I always mention, you know, the how the light coming to our eyes, impact our sleep, like blue lights. People hear about that a lot. But we never really have an optometrist to come to our show. You are the first one coming here today will share a lot of this kind of knowledge to us that would be really new for our audience.
1: Yeah, totally. I'm excited to tell you all about, from an eye perspective, how you know, elements such as blue light and artificial light affect us. So um, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Great. So how about uh, you share a little journey of yourself to us? How do you enter this this world uh, to really focus on sleep?
1: Yes, no, definitely. So um, hi hi to everyone. My name is Dhruvan Patel. Um, You know, my profession is optometry. I studied at City University in London and you know, when I was studying there to become an optometrist in 2013, I was working in, the, in, the, in my weekends at Optician Chain here in the UK, known as Vision Express. In the USA, it's known as Grand Vision. And I was working on the weekends to make some money to support my studies, but also get some industry background. And when I was working there, the optometrist at the time, she gathered the team, including myself, and she said, hey, everyone, we've got this new product for people that wear glasses. And those that wear glasses, they can get this coating on their glasses called blue control. And she said, anyone that had this coating would be able to be eye strain. And I was really intrigued with my mother's, you know, when I've grown up, my mother's told me, stop looking at screens because they're bad for your eyes, right? But she didn't have a reason for it. So I thought, is this this the missing piece to the puzzle? I went back to the university the next week and I demanded from the faculty and the lecturers that I wanted to do a research topic on this blue light. Somehow I got my way and I demanded that, um, I did my research topic on how blue light affects the eye's physiology and also the circadian rhythms, so our eye structures and sleep and wake cycle. And after nine months of doing the research, I found, yes, blue light from digital device screens caused eye strain and fatigue. It also caused headaches and migraines. But what I didn't know was blue light also suppressed melatonin, which made it harder for us to fall asleep. So my mind was a bit blown. I was like, wow, these are massive pain points. At the time, I think it was the iPhone 3 or 4 that was out. So kind of early on in the smartphone, account, right? I thought, every, you know, everyone's going to be using screens more and more now, you know, computers, technology. I thought, I don't wear glasses. So how can I take this technology innovation, make it better, but also apply it directly onto the screen itself? So I started the process where I entered a business competition at my university with the idea. I said, I want to take this technology, put it directly on the screen itself. And that's where OccuShield was born. And OccuShield, you know, what um, the company I created, we, we create medically registered filters that go on smartphones, tablets, laptops and monitors that filter the harmful blue light without changing the color on the screen, because we know that, you know, by using software, the colored no one likes looking at Netflix when everything's orange, or no one likes sending their email when things are orange. So we thought, how can we get rid of the spike in blue light but maintain maintain the clarity of the picture? So I launched that business and now, you know, I'm glad to say that, you know, we're a direct to consumer brand. We've sold products in over 80 countries. We sell in Verizon, Best Buy, Urban Outfitters. You know, we don't just do screen filters, we do glasses and a lighting product as well. And our mission is to let eyes thrive and you know, through that, we can also impact people's sleep because as you know, sleep is controlled also by retinal ganglion cells in the back of the eye, which send a lot of messaging to different areas within the body. So um, yeah, that's a little bit about my journey and uh, also my company as well.
0: Wow. Sounds really cool. That reminds me when I was in college, that was long, long time ago. We have to put this darker external screen on top of the Desktop, right? To protect our eyes, it's really dark. You can barely see anything. It change all the colors. So when you see your uh, products, it does not change any colors. That's amazing, and it still can block the blue light.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's it's really important when it comes to healthcare innovation, right? You know, if you have an amazing product, but people don't use it, then it's almost redundant. There's no point of it being there. So we thought we have to make sure consumers can use products because blue light is impacting us. We are taking now, blue light also is emitted from the sun and it's also emitted from lighting around us, but it's very strong in the sun. Now it's great in the mornings because it sets your circadian rhythm to start the day, but we are now taking the sun into our palm of our hands and using it in the evening. So we're saying, you know, when we're in our bedroom or in the living room and we're using a device, we're saying the sun, is there and it's artificially keeping our body up so we're replacing you know the sun we're bringing the sun into our homes in that in that sense
0: yeah that's a very good point i think a lot of people keep on hearing this word blue light but never really understand what it is right when we look at a computer we rarely feel like that's a replacement of the sun we think it's different we are so used to it nowadays so sounds like blue light from all this electronic device coming out can be as strong as daytime sunshine.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it, we, we, we conducted some research with um, a Dr. Shelby um, who's at Bristol university in the UK. And um, it said that actually, let's say you're on a beach, a sunny beach, no clouds, but five, five minutes being outside on a beach is the equivalent of 20 hours of kind of screen time exposure so when you're out on the beach if you imagine being there for five minutes with no sunglasses that the amount of sun you know it's you can't even keep your eyes open so that equivalent of uv and blue light is the equivalent to 20 hours in front of a screen now we spend on average you know eight to ten hours a day on screens so it only takes you two days to get that amount you know of exposure and then if you imagine in a year Two years, five, ten—that impact is cumulative and it builds up. So that is a really important factor.
0: Right. Wow. I did not realize that this kind of uh, equivalent and then how this blue light, if we keep on using all this electronic device all around us, I just look at my home, I have tons of stuff, right? So at night, if we keep on getting exposed to it, not up to 20 hours, but several hours possibly, then how is that going to impact our sleep?
1: So what happens is when the sun sets, usually in whichever country you are in, your body starts producing melatonin or it should produce melatonin. And the melatonin tells your body, hey, it's time you start thinking about going to bed. And as hours get closer towards midnight, your melatonin concentration is increased and increased and increased. And it gets to a point where it's enough and you feel tired and you need to get to sleep, right? But what happens is if you're using a bright device screen when sun sets all the way until, let's say, midnight, the body thinks it's still the daytime. So it's not going to naturally produce melatonin, which is the hormone your body needs to fall asleep. You're going to find, you might go into bed, but you'll be tossing and turning. You'll be trying to go to bed, but your body isn't ready to fall asleep. And then if you do eventually get to sleep in 30 minutes or an hour or whatever your sleep latency your your quality of sleep is also going to be reduced because the hormonal factors within the body the process still hasn't you know it hasn't worked fully you know the melatonin concentration is not going to be high enough so actually on a intrinsic level inside your body there's also processes which have been delayed and therefore You know, your body's not being rejuvenated because we know when we sleep, the body goes through so many things, you know, which, which, you know, gets rid of toxicity in the brain. So it means you can, you know, uh, put memories into where they need to go. So all these elements are so important and they all get affected.
0: Oh, wow. So definitely through the light, the eyes impact a lot of what's happening inside our body. So we are not that ready to get to sleep easily.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: So how about those screen, uh, like night mode, I think from years ago, right? Possibly even before your products was launched, um, like getting popular nowadays. We, a lot of cell phone, iPad, they seem like have a easy turn on of the night mode. And I got a lot of questions clinically from patients, like, will this help me to block the blue lights? Does that work?
1: Yeah. So I was, I was also a customer of software. You know, similar to you, I've been using it for a long time and the software is great. You know, if you want to limit blue light exposure, use the software, right? Definitely in the evenings, use it. It does remove a significant amount of blue light. Um, What I will say, though, if you are not comfortable using it during the daytime, because I'm not, you know, I don't enjoy looking at emails or spreadsheets or if I'm in the office, you're not really going to be comfortable with an orange screen because your coworkers will be like well that, that's strange but more importantly it's just not the most comfortable experience looking at that during the day so again it comes to that you know use such points of that um, solution if you're not if you don't use it throughout the day and you'd like to then actually a, a physical filter like an Shield or a glasses is is, is an intervention that you can use without changing the color on your screen but i always advocate software is great you know it's fr- it's free you can, you can use it quite easily. The only problem that is is with families, we find parents want to limit children's blue light exposure, but children are very smart. They know how to turn software off. And parents always buy products and they say, look, the only way I can protect my children's eyes and sleep is with an official filter because they can't turn it off. They can't just take it off, right? Because it's too much effort. But with software, they can. So it's always important to think about. And Going into lighting, you know, around us, LED lighting. So LED lighting around us. So I'm sitting, for those that are listening and might be viewing this, I'm sitting surrounded by LED lighting. It's a bit warmer, but it's, it, it could be better. But lighting around us actually has more blue light than screens itself. But the reason why it's not as impactful is because it's not direct. We're not looking at the light source like we are with the screens. And proximity, you know, we're a lot closer to our screens than we are to the light around us. But what I will say is if you're, if you're working in a house or an office for 8 to 12 hours and the lighting is a cool white light, that light is also being absorbed by your eyes and your body to tell your body it's the daytime and the blue light is still there. So in the afternoon as well, we you know, we created an ocu lamp, which is a lighting product, and it has three settings. It has a cool white light, so five thousand kelvins, which is you know kind of a daylight for for those that don't understand kelvins, the metric. Then you've got something at three thousand kelvins, which is a, a little bit warmer for the afternoon. So when you you've been working already for a few hours and you don't want the eye strain from that you know harsh bright light, you can use that. And then if you use the lamp in the evenings to read to your children or you know read in bed, it's a really warm light which is around 2500 kelvins and that reduces the amount of blue light that's been exposed and actually there's so much lighting around us so i always advocate um, you can use software on screens but what about the lighting around us um so glasses blue light removing glasses are also very important or you can fit your house or wherever you are with lighting that is you know appropriate um for example there's a phillips hue light bulb you plug it in. You can control it with your app, and it syncs to your day-night cycle. And you can have nice, warm light, which you know isn't going to affect your sleep-wake cycles or affect your eyes.
0: Mm. Oh, interesting. So I only thought about you know the screens at night. We need to block the blue lights as much as possible. But um, I I think I did not realize our body. Both our eyes and our bodies absorb the the lights and get exposed to it. It can not only impact our nighttime, but possibly also impact our eyes during the daytime. So I'm curious from your knowledge, uh, staring at the screen all day long, right? During the daytime, because that's possibly the most time, like myself, working from computer whole day, seeing clients, telehealth, will that impact the health of our eyes and our own like physical health overall?
1: Yeah, definitely. So there's, there's research that shows now that, um, you know, cumulative exposure from blue light or to blue light from screens um, in the eye affects your retina and macula, right? So cumulative exposure over time, what happens is there's something called macular degeneration. So it's actually an eye condition where you lose your central vision loss. Imagine you're looking straight forward now, and you have a black hole in both eyes, right in the middle of what you're looking at. That is what macular degeneration is. It's a it's a visual impairment or blindness, and it usually happens in the sixth, seventh, or eighth decade of people's lives. So when they're older, but the impacts for that the mechanisms for that actually start a lot earlier and children is a great example because children the lens in the eye doesn't develop until their teenage years and the lens in the eye is a natural is natural protection to absorb uv and blue light right so that's why children are supposed to wear sunglasses more so than adults because their eyes are still developing same with blue light but a lot of people don't know that so actually the blue light exposure now children have from learning on an ipad or watching youtube if you think about the impact that that blue light exposure has in the young day age what's going to happen is i suspect because we screens have only been around for two max three decades there's not enough cohort studies to follow the impact but i think in what we will see in four or five decades when the children of this generation grow up mac and generation won't start at 60 70 80 will start you know at 40 or 50 possibly so a lot earlier which is scary right you know you being you know imagine loss of vision at uh, you know your prime time age when you've just started a family and you know you're you want to enjoy your kids having great luck so these kinds of th- things are um, elements we're looking at and in vitro studies have shown that blue light is detrimental to our eyes and it's going to affect the retina and macula so it is something we should be concerned about and what I'd say is some quick ways to reduce exposure is any screens around you reduce the brightness it's really easy you know that helps you can also increase you know reduce the proximity so the distance of your screen I always say whenever you use a screen have an arm's length away you know that means it's a good distance right it's it's quite hard with a phone screen because you might look a bit Silly if you're holding things far away, but definitely for screens where you're spending a lot of time on working, like laptops and monitors, an arm's length is a minimum you should have it at.
0: Oh, I like that. Now I look at my screen, yes, it's an arm away. That's great. But mm. I also noticed because myself, I, I wear glasses when I drive and when I'm outside. So if uh, sometime I notice for this distance I have to enlarge the words on the screen or else myself very quickly become like this like really try to squeeze in front of the uh, screen so I always hear people talking about if we wear glasses and look at the screen it's not a good thing what do you think about that
1: um if if you've been prescribed glasses for working on a screen then you should use them um, because if you have a refractive error and you're not using them, it's going to, your visual system's working a lot harder to see what's on the screen. So naturally, you're going to have tired eyes, you're going to get headaches, et cetera, right? If you have a very small prescription, then maybe there's some benefit not wearing them because in some instances, so the glasses that you get made out of, opticians, they're made out of lenses, which sometimes, you know, you have back surface lighting and front surface lighting so you can have lighting around you which is bouncing off the back of the lens into your eye so it depends what your environment's like usually when you're wearing them on screens it's that glasses should be fine because they have the anti-infection coating they should have a blue light coating so it's okay what I think is bad is actually if you have lighting behind you or above you that's going behind the lenses of your glasses and hitting you back in the eye that's probably more what causes some people discomfort? Um, but definitely, if you're wearing them on screens, glasses, they shouldn't not be a problem because, you know that you, nowadays you've got the appropriate coatings and protection for that.
0: I see. Okay. Wow. So sounds like overall we need to be really cautious about the lighting around us, right? Not only the screens, also the home office lighting. And sounds like your company products not only directly sell to the companies to make the screens, you also sell some products that we can buy in the daily household that we can use.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's what the Oculap lighting in Oculap is made for. It's To make sure the lighting around you is healthy lighting for your environment especially now we work from home on one or two days, maybe we need to make sure the lighting around us is optimized for our life and our lamp allows you to change the intensity, the color temperatures. So you can learn what your body needs for what time of the day.
0: Oh, wow. So it can be embedded to a smart home. Mm, Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's a new direction of the modern <laughs> housing, I feel like. I, I do have some smart ho- uh, lights at home. I use a Philips Hue, and it's mm. uh, it's interesting. Not quite figure out how it's going to understand my circadian rhythm yet, but definitely mm. I have the option to adjust it.
1: Yeah, as long as you can control and intervene, you, know, you have the power. As long as it's not one light setting that you can't change your touch. <laughs>
0: Right. So other than lighting, since we talk about blue lights a lot, do you also have like uh, those kind of clear glasses to block blue lights? Because uh, traditionally it's exactly like what you mentioned, either the uh, software on computer, on phones, they will turn the screen darker, or I think the traditional blue light blocker is like yellow glasses. I used to sell them on Amazon. So what's your blue light blocker look like?
1: Yeah, so our blue light blockers are more the clear side. So they have a little bit of a sepia tone. Um, So you still have 95% transparency, but you're still cutting up to 54% of the harmful blue light that affects your sleep. So sleep, um, blue light at 470 nanometers is what suppresses the melatonin. So that's where we want to cut that blue light. So we've optimized our glasses to do that, but also to make sure you don't look silly wearing orange glasses so you can wear them wherever you are, you know, in a coffee shop, and the office, at a friend's house, or at home, because again, compliance is so important.
0: Yeah, oh, that's great. I think uh, that's uh, people do want to look good. During COVID, maybe not, we don't care about that that much, but after COVID, if we start going out, working other places, have interaction with people, and how we look when we wear sunglasses do matter.
1: mm yeah i think so they do
0: yeah so do you sell to america since uh, possibly a lot of our audience are in america
1: <laughs> well, we do yeah so we we moved to um u.s local fulfillment two years ago so we have um, a warehouse in pennsylvania where all u.s customers you know they receive their goods from and you know that's where we ship to best buy and verizon as well so you know if you wanted the products that you can get them from us directly but also Best Buy or Verizon um, or Urban Outfitters.
0: Oh, that's great. That's good to know. Mm. Yeah. So if any of our audience want to find your products, they can go to different stores or go to your website, I guess.
1: Yeah. I I think if you come, you know, we've got the whole range on official.com, which is O-C-U-S-H-I-E-L-D.com. And if you use Deep Sleep 20, then you'll get 20% off as well. Uh, to anyone listening.
0: Oh, thank you. That's great. Yeah. So for our audience who are being listening to our Deep Into Sleep podcast, you can use this coupon code to get some percentage off. Yeah. So get to uh, give this product a try.
1: Definitely. Definitely. And we, we have a hundred night trial. So if you use the products and you don't find your sleep isn't better or your eyes aren't feeling fresher, then, you know, you can return the products and get your money back. And, you know, that's why we're so confident in what we do. We want to make sure the products help change your lives.
0: Wow, that's amazing. So do you have any um, interesting stories from your customers when they give you feedback? They like uh, this product or how it helped them?
1: Yeah, so there's one really fascinating thing I learned. So there's something called Visual Snow. So we've had about five customers' experiences, but what happens is when they're using screens after maybe an hour, what happens is they start seeing black and white light. So have you, you know, when you see a TV and it's static and it's just uh, you know, you're not on the channel. So what happens is they see that in real life mm. and it just it just keeps happening, it's just there and it doesn't disappear. Now one customer mentioned it a few years ago and, and, and she said, I, I, I suffer from visual snow. I had no idea. What, I didn't know what it was, but she explained it, wrote a really big um, email. And she said, since I've been using your products, I've never had to face visual snow again. And, you know, I, can, I don't have to worry about being outside and, you know, some car headlights cause the visual snow or, you know, something happens. I can wear your glasses or your products and use them and I don't get this problem. Um, so that for me was a really interesting story where I didn't even know there was this kind of problem that that was there but our products were helping customers
0: right wow that also can tell us how modern technology has changed our health changed our eyes possibly in many ways we have no idea of but by using high technology this kind of products to help protect ourselves as much as possible we possibly can prevent a lot of those problems from happening
1: yeah and it goes back to what i said in the beginning you know artificial devices is so new you know i'd say two two decades right they started in 2000 that's when you started seeing some of these new innovations so very early on it's not you know it's for, mo- for most people listening it's you know They've been alive longer than that so you've got to think about uh, right. that
0: time span it's actually very scary scary think about when i was um, in elementary school i used the dog system uh, on the computer long long time ago you have to there's basically nothing the computer can do not much but then up to today right how many years not many years so we have no idea how this technology how this screen we really impact the the left spine, someone if they start using from younger age up to what age they're gonna be, what kind of impact we are still finding it out, which is a uh, kind of scary.
1: It is scary, it is. And I think look, well you know, I, I'm not here to scare anyone. It's not about um making people feel frightened. It's just you can do these small changes in your life which will help you Right now, and then also your future self will also thank you, you know that you made these small different changes which um, allow you to keep living life like you are now, but you know a little bit healthier.
0: Great, yeah, that's wonderful. Any final wisdom you want to share to all our listeners who are interested in this topic?
1: Um, yeah, because of my eye perspective, I always say you know if you can get your eyes tested every two years, they're very important. Even if you don't see something different, you know, optometrists can pick up tumors. They can pick up melanomas. They can pick up loads of scary stuff in the eyes, diabetes, glaucoma. So yeah, have an eye exam every two years and make sure, um, you know, that's in your calendar.
0: Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> I feel like I should have <laughs> see my doctor more often. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much uh, Juan, for introducing us to your wonderful products all this knowledge about blue light our health and sleep I learned a lot hopefully our audience learned a lot too and thank you for the coupon code no,
1: no problem me Shannon thank you so much for being having me on your podcast you know if anyone has any questions um, or if they want to find me they can find me on Instagram or LinkedIn you know my name just type in Dhruvin Patel, which is D-H-R-U-V-I-N-P-A-T-E-L. And you should be able to find me. And um, I'm trying to put a lot more content out there now about eye health and Blue Light. So if anyone interested in the topic, find me, follow me. And yeah, happy to answer any questions.
0: Great, great. Yes, uh, if I have any audience have questions submitted i will let you know too and all your information will be put on the show notes as well so people when people listening they will be able to find your information thank you again
1: fantastic no thank you
0: so do you use any blue light blocker what type do you use leave me a comment let me know if you speak chinese and you have insomnia problem please feel free to check out my online insomnia course at mindbodygarden.com slash course slash CBTI. If you want to get on my podcast, sharing your own journey, your own stories about sleep, please feel free to email me at ishan at mindbodygarden.com. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Dr. Ishan. I will see you next time. Sleep is an individual thing. We all sleep differently Go to my website and check out my course at deepintosleep.co forward slash insomnia.